Welcome to a beautiful Tuesday night. This is the Anti-Fragile Show. This is Isaiah, the Evangelical Jewish Christian Radio Political Prophet. And as always, a patriot can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth them. Philippians 4.13, folks. We are still sitting in the 10th week of the Obama 3.0 America Last Administration. They are continuing, as I keep saying, their assault on the First and Second Amendments. But now I'm going to add something else on to they're also continuing not to let us know what they're really trying to do. But if you watch my show, you know what they're up to. As usual, we do have a great show today. My MAGA hat is probably going to be on for a while until this country recovers because in now in 61 days, this administration, but let me correct myself, excuse me, there's apparently a leaked email that says in the government that says not to refer to this administration as the Biden administration. You're to refer to it as the Biden-Harris administration. No time in the world has that ever happened in our existence where the vice president gets their name in there. But if you listen to Isaiah, you already know that in no short time it will be the Harris administration. But going back to the MAGA hat, 61 days we are now the laughing stock of the world. We've destroyed our standing. In 61 days, we, re- we took out four years of incredible work from President Donald Trump. We need God's favor now more than ever. I was uh, going through my Twitter account today. John Rich has allowed the use of his song, Earth to God for church services, inspirational services, and special events. I wanted to use it tonight, but I'm not going to. I don't consider this. I try to be inspirational, obviously, and bring people to the light of the Father and Son. I can't listen to that song without crying, but we need God's favor now more than ever. I'm going to start off with my quick takes, get into the hypocrite of the week. We're going to talk about borders again, just Mexico this time, just the Mexican border again. But I'm going to come at it from a different angle that nobody else is really looking at. I'm going to introduce you to the $3 trillion infrastructure plan, proposed plan from Biden, Harris, excuse me again, Obama 3.0. And we're going to talk about how they're going to, what it consists of and really... It's just taxes and wasteful management of God's money, maybe. Obviously, we're going to talk about the Second Amendment in Atlanta and Boulder as well. Lord, I lift all those families up that have lost loved ones. Lift them up to you, Lord, that you will keep them in the palm of your hand. If we have time permitting a little bit more on California COVID and the Newsom recall. First, our opening prayer. I was reading from the book from numbers today it's in the the five books chapter 11 specifically and and to to sum it up really moses talks to god the israel israel's complaining that they're not getting fed god gets incredibly unhappy um and, and says look i've always taken care of you people give me 70 of your top people Moses and we'll bring them in and we'll talk to them I'll talk to you and you talk to them I'm not happy with any of you right now you should not be complaining 
They have the conversation. And then God blesses them with a bunch of quail afterwards. But what he does next is what's telling. He, while they're eating, basically, puts a plague over a bunch of them. He curses them for not trusting him. Blesses them, but then still curses them for not trusting him. And that is important if you think back that maybe in the last four years, and Pastor John Hagee has said this, that maybe we got too caught up in our blessings to start to think that we were doing them ourselves and that we don't need God and that we can complain or that we could even complain. We've been having, I, I see it on Parlor. I see it, I joined Twitter the other day and there aren't a lot of conservatives left on there. And so what I see is a bunch of Democrats complaining about it, liberals, socialists, complaining about everything. And we'll talk about one of them later on. Ted Lou, it's on my heart. I'm sorry. You, you've, your, your words are divisive. They're not unifying. They're not going to create unity at all in any way, shape, or form. But coming back to numbers, we shouldn't complain as you've heard me say, get involved some way. I spent Sunday afternoon for about two and a half hours flying flags on a street corner here in Los Angeles, a part of LA, trying to educate people to what's really going on around us. I'll start with the one part that wasn't too good about it. The gentleman, the young man in the white Honda Civic that thought he was going to hop the curve and try to hit me, and probably then if he looked in his rearview mirror, was surprised when I ran down the sidewalk after trying to catch a moving vehicle. You can come find me anytime. We'll go back behind the gym like Biden and Trump and I'll get, let you throw, I'll let you throw one punch at me. I guarantee you that I will let you throw the first punch. So we'll be out there again in a few weeks. Please drive by again. Please stop by. You're more than welcome to, to sit and, and talk with us as well. So that was the one funny part of it. Actually, he, this, the car did try to do that. But the, the best part about it was that came across the car. You could tell the two kids, probably in their 20s, windows rolled down. They looked over. Hey, what are you guys doing? They read, read our signs. The driver had no mask on. The passenger had a mask on. And I looked at it and I said, you realize the mask doesn't work. And I'm going to show you later on in the show. Please stay around. Why, it doesn't, why masks don't work? Let me give you photographic proof and i explain he goes really i explain and his friend hits his friend the driver sort of slaps him like hey i've been trying to tell you this but the kid took his mask off and threw it in the back seat of the car sunday afternoon successful change one young man's path to not possibly being a sheep anymore speaking of sheep Speaking of clothing, they sheep make clothing. The hypocrite slash liar of the week, Mina Harris, who is Kamala Harris's niece. She's already been in trouble for using her aunt's image on her some of her clothing products. The White House has asked her to stop a couple times, I believe. But she came out with a tweet yesterday with respect to the Boulder, Colorado shooting. She basically said, hey, the white shooter, the person had the shooter had to be white. Ding, ding, ding. Wrong, turns out. But what we're pulling up, if you look, she now came out with what I guess is supposed to be an apology. And it says, 
and the fact that the majority of mass shootings in the U.S. are carried out by white men. Wrong again, Mina. San Bernardino, Virginia Tech, I'll just add the Boston Marathon in there. These people weren't white. They were of Middle Eastern descent and or some other nationality. When you do things wrong, as you hear me saying, and I'm not perfect at it, but you just apologize and be quiet. So one of the lessons I learned from my my dad, my dad said to me once when I was a kid, when you apologize, you apologize when you're ready to mean it and you apologize once and you mean it. And that's it. And then you change your behavior. Quick takes, Christy Nome, who I have been a huge fan of, the governor of South Dakota, who I've spoken on the show of putting through bills to stop transgendered sports from being individuals from being able to cross over. A woman wouldn't be able to compete with the men, not that they would want to, but mainly for, to stop the men from wanting to compete with women. She has now backed off of her own bill because she obviously got pressure from the Chamber of Commerce, I've heard, from some large corporations. So now I, apparently the way it stands now is she's trying to change it so that it's only for high school, not for college, i.e. which means South Dakota was probably threatened. We're not going to do events and conferences there anymore. And she's backing off. Stand your ground, Christy. Stand your original biblical ground. I was watching my two favorite financial people today, Janet Yellen and Jerome Powell. Don't know who they were. Our Yellen is the Secretary of the Treasury, who used to be our federal Fed chairman. And Jerome Powell is the current Fed chairman. I'm not a fan of either of them. I don't believe them most of the time. They do not have our best interests at heart. They now were talking that the FRB, Federal Reserve Bank, and the Treasury are going to get involved in analyzing the effect of climate and climate change on financial institutions, loans, asset quality, and so forth and so on. They went to say that some of the larger banks are doing this. This was mainly Powell speaking. But then he said that he considered it as an obligation. I don't know, somewhere somebody must have buzzed, give him a hot buzzer, buzzer or something because he later on in the press con- in the discussion, the press conference said, oh, it's only a concept. The FRB and Treasury do not need to opine, opine on climate change. All right? One, it doesn't ex- it, it exists, but not in the way anybody thinks it does. But it definitely doesn't need to be managed by the, the Fed and the Treasury. H.R. 1, the For the People Act, which starts in the Senate tomorrow, is going to get rid of something called dark money pools. And they actually are sort of like the dark money pool used in the financial markets, where you effectively can raise money and not have to disclose who you are. And you can raise millions. Biden used it. Well, the Democrats have put it into this bill to try to attract Republicans to it, to get rid of them. But here's the catch. They also want to get rid of the filibuster right now. Guess what they're using to help raise money to propaganda to put out propaganda to get rid of the filibuster? Yep, you got it. They're using dark money pools, one of which is heavily backed by George Soros. It's okay. We'll get rid of it maybe down the road. But first, we've got to use it one more time. It's total hypocrisy as usual. Total, total hypocrisy. Staying on the topic of rhinos, potentially, I hope Christy Nome doesn't become one. 
One who tried to be a wolf in sheep's clothing, who tried to put himself forth years ago, is not being one. Marco Rubio, you're a rhino. You've always been a rhino. You're trying to pass what's called a red flag gun bill, red flag law gun bill, which some states have. Obviously, Colorado has. But it's basically a temporary confiscation of, your, of a person's firearms. You wouldn't have tried to do that four years ago, five years ago, when you were running for president, Marco. Honestly, Rubio and Scott, the two senators in Florida right now, this will probably be their both of their last terms. So, Simon and Schuster, the book publishing company, won't publish Josh Hawley, the senator from Missouri, but they will publish Dr. Fauci. I don't know. Did they publish? Did Did Simon and Schuster publish Dr. Seuss back in the day? Look at Doc. I don't know if this is the real cover coming out of Dr. Fauci's new book. But did they did let's look that up really quickly and see if Simon and Schuster published Dr. Seuss. Oh, I don't know. That's a really good question. So Dr. Fauci's coming out with a new children's book. 80 year old. Oh, yeah. It says Dr. Seuss official publisher page. Was it Simon and Schuster? Uh, wait, no. Childhood and famous Americans, Doctor Seuss. Okay, sorry. No, yeah. they did. Simon and Schuster did a biography on Doctor Seuss. Well, they need to be canceled now too, because how they dare do. they even do that? How could? How dare they? I mean, the you fact know? that they're the fact that they're putting out a book on Doctor Fauci with a child's book from Doctor Fauci. Why are you trying to legitimize the worst doctor of our possibly my generation? But the funny thing is, is that I got a preview of the book. And the amazing thing is, is the story changes every page. Move it forward. If you have to forget what you wrote, what you read, and you flip back a page, don't worry about it. The story's going to change. All right. And the other thing, too, it's a bonus. It comes with three masks. <laughs> I see what you did there, dude. That was pretty good. <laughs> hey, I am, Isaiah's not only a prophet, I probably could do stand up hey well while i'm on the mic here before you transition to your next topic i do have to say um i was surprised by your claim that there's a leaked email saying that it's supposed to be called the biden harris administration and so i looked it up and i was surprised to find it's not a leaked email bro if you go to white you can see the email actually it's out there on whitehouse.gov no it's beyond that literally just go to whitehouse.gov.gov forward slash administration and it literally says the Biden dash Harris administration. It doesn't say the Biden administration. They're, they're not. It's funny that they're not hiding that. Yeah, and it's, they're hiding everything else, but not that. And there's six pictures: President Joe Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris. Which you, could I just expect. saw. I just saw the email. Yeah, no, you. You're right. That, that is class. I'm staring. Yeah, right here. Look at that. That's whitehouse.gov forward slash administration. I had to stand for this in years with being a being in California. I had to sit through this as an attorney general and as a senator. When does it when does it end? I don't know. Uh, let me let me get to my last quick take. This one's not this one's sad. We have to continue to pray for the Phillips family in Colorado. If you don't know who the Phillips family in Colorado is, Jack Phillips the patriarch, they have that bakery that starting back in 2012 has come under fire from the LGBTQXYZ alphabet soup community. They actually were back in court today fighting their third lawsuit third lawsuit they've been non-stop and this one i think actually started the day the supreme court ruled in their favor an attorney for the alphabet soup community 
called up and wanted a transgender cake made. And they said no. And now they're back in court again. Are you serious? I'm completely serious. It's their third. They will, they do not, they will not stop getting sued. They have become just a, God bless Jack Phillip. God bless the family. They're getting put through something along the lines of like General Flynn, where they are nonstop Roger Stone trying to destroy these people's lives and their livelihood. Well, also that goes in the face of the idea that this is persecution. Like they tried it is, to sell it. it. They tried to sell it. The LGBTQIA plus community tried to sell it that by denying a service of making a cake that they were persecuted. Right. And okay, fine. Like we'll buy that. We'll buy that the first time around as a, as a society. But if these people who have already drawn their line in the sand that their interpretation of the Bible is different than mine. Look, I mean, I'm a videographer. I'll do a gay wedding. If you got the five grand, I'll take it and I'll freaking video whatever you want. I don't care because I view myself and my services as a hired gun. At the same time, there's other people that may not um, uh, view their interpretation of the Bible that way. So fine, leave them be. The first time around, I think it's, there's a conversation it, to be had. But if you're yeah. going out of your way to ask for a cake from that shop. Oh, they absolutely are. It's, they're it's they're no trying they're absolutely trying to set them up. Yeah. It's and, no longer persecution. And, and I hear what you say the Bible. It's why I always said God's second favorite document, the Constitution, protects what you're talking about. You can interpret and have freedom of speech and think and do as you seem fit. Don't break laws obviously, people. But yeah, it's past it, it's long past persecution. It is it is to I don't know whatever the word is. They literally are trying to destroy them. We're going to move into infrastructure. Biden's proposed $3 trillion. That's a lot of zeros, people. Is not written down yet. I don't think it's been put into draft, any kind of draft form and hasn't hit any committees, but What's coming out is it's supposed to be for climate change, workforce development, infrastructure, education. Okay, so I love education. Infrastructure, when it's done right, yes, I'm for all that. Workforce development, I don't understand what he means, except other than the fact that if you look at his actions in the first 60 days, it's, I'm putting you out of work over here. I'm going to try to maybe think about putting you to work over here while I spend money overseas on climate change. Will I help fund the Paris Accord in the UN? A volcano went off in Iceland. I'm surprised it hasn't got much more attention. I want you to think about that. A volcano erupted in Iceland starting on Friday. Molten lava. I know that there's somebody at some point in time to try to distract from what else is going on. They're going to say, it's global warming. I got news for you. Iceland has 30 plus active volcanoes and sits on two tectonic plates. When plates start to shift sideways or up and down and there's volcanoes above them, that volcano erupts. It doesn't matter where it is in the world. And it has nothing to do with global warming at all. Well, also, I mean, there's speculation that volcanic activity, if not that asteroid from the sky, the volcanic activity could have killed the dinosaurs or could have wiped right. out the fourth right. generation of a woolly mammoths and so on and so forth. And you have to ask yourself, you know, how much human activity and CO2 emission was there in 10,000 BC if it was wiping out entire 
well, species. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll go backwards. I think, was the Ice Age before the dinosaurs, as I've always said? Was the Ice Age, whichever. Well, it depends Did a, we have, on yeah. which Ice Age. I well, mean, there's been seven I, ones. Let's, let's pick a few. Of which, let's just yeah. pick one. Did we have too many, as I've always said, and this has ended a lot of discussions with liberals, have, did we have too many refrigerators and freezers back then? I see what you did there. That was a pretty good job. Hey, uh, speaking of, of puns and jokes about climate change, I did look up on CNN Travel uh, the Icelandic volcano mm-hmm. that's erupting, and apparently the magma is moving slow enough that there's groups of people who are going to the magma to cook hot dogs on it. Well, yeah, so, you can't <laughs> cook them on a nice piece of ice. I love that. That's classic. So they're cooking hot dogs over volcanic magma. <laughs> That's pretty sick. <laughs> that's that's daring, actually. So moving moving back to infrastructure, the goal of this three trillion, the goal let's, is to make the economy more productive. So let me go back to my past comments. Workforce development for that to be productive, what still is going to happen first? Uh, coupled with the climate change, coupled with our Department of Interior being ran by a greenie that doesn't like oil jobs are going to get lost people our economy so as i've always before i get into my solution of one we don't need the three trillion two how are you going to pay for it if you've paid attention to the financial markets bond yields have gone up considerably if you listen to isaiah the prophet radio political prophet i told you before the election that regardless of who won rates would go up but let me tell you what's happening. And I also made the, that because it's happening, all these, the spike in the yields, although they've tapered off some in the last few days, have been happening overnight in the Asia, Asian futures market session. It hasn't been during the day here. That means somebody here is selling through that market or people like Japan and China are selling our bonds. That means when we need to go raise money, it's going to get more expensive. So, we can't afford $3 trillion at all. It's going to mean we're going to have to issue a ton more debt. So, here's my solution, Joe, and we can do this for free. It's not going to cost anything. You're not even close to $3 trillion. One, open the country up. Wake up tomorrow morning before you put the lid on and go back to your basement. Tell the country to open up everything. Two, close the border the southern border you could probably do that in the same sitting three tell ford to not move their jobs to mexico four stop issuing executive orders we're going to talk about that in a little bit too in the second amendment section lastly stop sending billions to other countries including what you earmarked in the last two trillion keep it here use it here done you don't have to raise your three trillion joe you don't have to spend it either speaking of the border has anybody still seen a trump please let us in t-shirt nope i'm getting a bunch of shaking heads well i mean okay i got one i got i got i got one raised hand but i'm gonna ignore it he he hasn't seen him trust me no, they still don't exist, but the Biden ones do. But on a serious note, Secretary Mayorkas made the rounds on weekend TV. 
to try to state that there's no crisis. He actually then said to him that the border's closed and to all but young children. The, I, I'm going to say it right now. The border's not closed. There is enough video, whether staged or not, and there's enough film and photos that families are coming through and they're getting put on buses. But even Chris Wallace on Fox could see through this and he called Mayorkas out. He said, your border's not closed at all. And I'm going to remind you, Mayorkas, and everybody that keeps trying to blame it on Trump, they started lining up after your leader's coup was complete. They actually started lining up before it. They sort of knew beforehand that the coup was going to happen. They're still not letting media down there, but talk about that in a second. And the fake news media is complying by pretty much staying away. Of course they are. They're part of the problem. They're part of the fix. Yeah, and it does make you ask, where are all of these democracy dies in darkness, people? I mean, Thomas Jefferson literally said that secrecy is the uh, precursor yep. to tyranny. Yep. And the fact that they it's won't part let, of the playbook. Yeah, they won't let anybody in. It makes you at best ask the question, what the heck's going on? And the embarrassing thing is a lot of people slander Project Veritas and James O'Keefe, but- I was just going to talk about him. You didn't see yeah. my notes today, did you? Uh, no, I just, I, I saw the video yeah. of him renting a plane yep. to fly To fly over. over it all. I mean, it's like, he's the only dude doing actual journalism no. renting a plane he, he's done as close yeah. as he can. He's done some, some other people have gone down there and the photos and the videos are insane telling. So let's, let's pull up, let's pull up the tin photo. These are kids. These are young. These are young kids. All right. Look at that. Okay. They look. This is a sad. This is incredibly sad. I'm Jeez. actually not going to say what I thought. It's not Christian of me. These are young children. You look. You look at that. Homeland Security, Border Patrol, ICE. They're overwhelmed. There are, there are discussions that people have filmed, you know, seen at any given point in time, they're arresting 100 plus people at a given point in time in the same arrest, 100 people at a time. That's never happened. That, that has not happened before like that. It's not happened before. But I, I, as I said, I'm going to step away from that part, from the obvious right here. And I want to talk about it from another angle. If you follow me on Parler, you're going to know some of this. Apparently, in one of the bills that's gone through, there's 69, or this is an additional, maybe an executive order, but there's $69 million is going to be spent to house about 1,240 individuals in hotels for six months. I'm really good with math. I will tell you that basically turns out if, if it's one person to a room, to about $390 a day. Room, let's assume it's room and board. Well, the Dallas Ritz-Carlton right now, if you're on kayak, last night when I looked, you could get a room there for 380 bucks. So look at this wonderful photo. Here's our military housing in the National Guard. And here's where the illegal aliens get to stay. You'll see the big difference, although that's not the Dallas Ritz. It's another Ritz or another Four Seasons somewhere. But you get the idea. Military gets to protect D.C. They get to sleep in a garage. If you leave the country and come back in through the border, you could afford to stay at the Ritz. It's sickening. 
and if you think about it, if it's a one to a room, if it's more to a room, that three hundred ninety dollars per per goes up, goes up. Well, the other sad thing too but, is if I were a homeless veteran right now, you literally it it's sad to think, but you would be better off renouncing your citizenship mm-hmm. for the country that you fought for, right? Going to Mexico, right? Legally. And then just coming back, having renounced your citizenship, saying, I'm not a U.S. citizen. Right. And you will be put up in $400 a night digs. Right. But let me but cut. Yeah. They won't give you a homeless shelter. So this is at the, the VA. They won't. They won't give you homeless anything. But this is a great show because that what you just said has been flying around the, you know, the Internet. People are saying, why can't we you know, leave the country, go to Mexico? Leave? The problem is, people, Mexico is the hardest country in the top three, if not the hardest country in the world to immigrate to. So even if you tried to do that, renounce your citizenship, you're going to go to Mexico. You're not going to become a Mexican citizen. You're going to come here. No, you're just going to come across the border. Then you're going to come across the border, a US but citizen. they're going to look at you and go, you're an American, and you're, going to be, you're not going to get the 390 bucks. It's not as hard to do as people think because the Facebook executives, when they IPO'd their company, renounced their U.S. citizenship so they wouldn't have to pay as much in taxes. In taxes. Yeah. Yeah. So moving back in, moving back into this different angle, you've heard they're moving, driving people up to the Dallas Convention Center. They're putting people on buses. And there's rumors that they want to send them to farther northern states. What that means is they want to send them to more of the red states, the fl- with the flyover states that are te- that are have always voted red. And this is what I'm getting to. Everybody talks about the Democrats wanting more citizens, wanting more voters, but nobody's really sat and thought about the fact that they've always wanted to get Texas. They try- have tried so hard to turn Texas blue. And if they want to send them further, then that means they want to take Oklahoma out. They want to take out Montana, Idaho, Wyoming. They want to take out the central part of the country and turn it blue by letting these hundreds of thousands of people come through. But let's go back. I don't think it's the hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants well, that are going to turn it blue, though. I look at, dude, Californians it, are wealthy and leaving in droves. And if... The Texas government does not learn how to educate the new generation of young people that are coming up in their state and their state citizens. Then all of the doctrines of the blue states that these people fled from will just they're, ruin they're, Texas. It's going to ruin Texas, but that's where I'm so I'm headed into the the hundreds of thousands. It's actually millions because what's not hap- what's happening behind the scenes while they're distracting you on the border is the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, General Motors, Amazon. IBM, National Association of Retailers, National Association of Manufacturers are all lobbying hard now for the passage of the Dreamers Act, which will give immediate, pretty much immediate citizenship to four plus million illegal immigrants that are here. And the majority of them live in places like California and Texas. They don't have to worry about California. You don't hear anything about the San Diego border right now. It's all Arizona and Texas. They want to make sure Arizona tries to stay blue. But that's what it, and so they want Texas to turn over. And that is part of what they're doing here right now. It is not so much about the illegal aliens. They want to turn Texas blue and destroy that border in doing so. It borderlines when you openly, and Biden has been quoted as saying the border should be wide open and these people should be able to pass through. You need to learn the Constitution 
that almost comes to treason. Almost comes to treason. The last example I'll give here, because is Gila Bend, Arizona is a little town of 2,000 people. Their sheriff has declared a national emergency because they're sending busloads of people there. They have no nonprofits in town, no ability to provide these humans, and they are human, any support services at all. And there's crime has already started to go up immensely in this small border town. You've created a national security risk, Biden. And, and, and you, the, the blue state, red state to blue state, it's a hedge for all the bills that they're trying to pass through. These bills don't make it. They have this backup plan where they're just going to f- keep flooding people in, keep flooding people in, get, try to get them to be able to vote as soon as possible and leave them in these states that have been traditionally red. Second Amendment, Atlanta and Boulder. As I said earlier, I lift these families up to you, Lord, that have lost a loved one. No one deserves that at all. I want to talk about Atlanta first. Both the FBI even and the Georgia law enforcement that have been involved have said the shooting was not racially motivated. If you only watch CNN and MSNBC, you would not know that because they only focus on, sadly, the six Asians that were that were murdered, not the two white people, one of whom was an army vet, and the Hispanic man that was that were murdered and the Hispanic man that was injured. The mainstream media continues to ignore them. Why do they focus on the Asians, though? I'm going to come at this from another angle as well, too. If you looked at the California GOP Republican group, the two co-chairs are, one's Asian and one's African-American, I believe. But Trump got a huge part of the Asian vote in this last election. I think it was almost like 30%. Democrats, Asians have traditionally voted Democrat, but they're starting to turn. And once again, they can't lose their voters. And so they're making this an Asian hate crime and trying to pin it to Trump because the guy's white to try to protect that base of Asian voters and to try to bring the ones they've lost back. And if you don't believe that, then let's look at what happened in Boulder yesterday. If you watch mainstream media, fake news, they won't use the shooter's name. He's of Middle Eastern descent. He definitely has a Middle Eastern name and was born in Syria and had mental health problems and should not have been allowed to own firearms. His family knew he had them, did nothing about it. But mainstream media won't use his name. The articles I looked at, I watched CNN for a while today, painful, don't use his name. But here's what else they're not doing about Boulder. And the 10 people and the officer, God bless the officer. He didn't need to be law enforcement, apparently. I'm going to regress for a second. He knew and was willing to give his life to protect others. But the other nine people were all white also. He was, the officer was white. So were the other nine people that passed away yesterday. All 10 of them were white but the mainstream media won't tell you their names. And I will eat my words if Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, go meet those families too, please. 
You want to unify? You want unity? Go meet those families also. Go to Boulder tomorrow after you've opened the border back up and opened up all the and opened the country up. Get to Boulder now. But let's tell you what the Obama 3.0 administration's doing about this one. Let's queue up first uh Kamala Harris was asked yesterday about the Boulder incident and whether or not actually she was asked about I think we she was asked about um yeah, do we have the Boulder one where she was queued up for Boulder? Anyways, she was asked about Boulder and, she, and, and what she thought about it. And she was incredibly quiet. She's not, not going to jump to any conclusions at all. Even though Atlanta, they immediately jumped to conclusions. I do want to completely regress because we list, we missed a clip of Kamala Harris. So instead, I'm going to show her yesterday when she was asked if she was going to go down to the border to Texas. So let's cue that up really quickly, please. I've had to live with this cackle for 10 years almost here in California. <laughs> Do you have plans to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> but um, I have before and I'm sure I will again. So that's when Kamala Harris cackles like that, that is her smug, condescending, why did you ask me such a stupid question response. It is her national, it is her default security blanket response. She used it in the debates. And it's just, it, Lord, please remove it from her. So going back to what is Obama 3.0 doing now? Biden's already coming out and considering putting an executive order in place to ban high-capacity magazines and assault weapons. That's good, Joe. As I just said, talked about unity. I don't think another executive order is going to do that. Personally, you want to ban high-capacity mags and assault weapons. There is no legal definition of assault weapon still. You're never going to get mine unless you prime out of my dead hands. But you're not going to get unity that way either. Everybody's screaming, mainstream media, gun control this, gun control that. But I'm going to go back to Ted Lieu. Ted's got a tweet that he put out today. In, in, he was responding to Lauren Boebert, the congresswoman from Colorado. And Ted's tweet says, he's, and he served in the military, and God bless you for doing that, Ted. I'm aware AR-15 doesn't stand for assault rifle, but I keep saying it because it's descriptive. And because it bothers people who care more about initials than the fact that civilians are being slaughtered. No, Ted, you're lying. You just said you're lying. Descriptive is not a word for lying. If you know AR does not stand for assault rifle, which it does not, an assault rifle, once again, does not have a legal definition. It stands for Armalite. Then you should just call it like it is, Ted. The Lord will have favor on you for doing so. Don't justify why you know you are doing something wrong or saying something wrong. That's how the Democrats act right now. They don't care about whether they're lying to you people. Going back to what our producer said, secrecy is part of the game plan. Confiscating your firearms is a big part of the game plan. 
I got asked that question this weekend at this Patriot rally. We were talking about the Second Amendment, and somebody made a comment about Europe, and they didn't realize that Europe's really not armed, that citizens aren't armed except for Switzerland, I believe. They don't even under, They didn't even know that a lot of law enforcement officers there have to lock their gun up at night at the station. They can't even bring it home. And they're like, they're shocked. And it made them think differently. And I hope they go tell their liberal friends that same thing. I got yelled at by some young girls in a car, you know, oh, Second Amendment. I was flying a Second Amendment flag for a while. And I looked at them and said, you know what? When they come for you, when you realize you're not protected at all anymore, I'll still protect you because you're an American. And that is what we all are. We all are Americans. We all are children of God. Going to move in really quickly to COVID, then we're going to end for the night. I really want to hammer this home. If you can pull up my my little Photoshop. My, I've learned how to, uh, what is it called? Collate pictures on Google. And now I just do this all the time. So, if you think for a second that your masks work still, please look at this photo. See the sheep on the top wearing their masks. But when the people that work in these labs work with viruses, take a look at what they're wearing. They got that mask on and a full-blown hazmat suit. Okay? A mask is not going to protect you from a virus, people. We would have been wearing them hundreds of plus years ago. Please follow me on Parlor. Please subscribe to my shows on Rumble and YouTube as well. As I always end, this administration is full of hypocrisy, deceptions, and lies, and it's how a socialist regime thrives. This is not a government for America right now. It is a government for China, Iran, and the drug cartels. My... ending prayer is the same Lord I just I lift this country up to you right now do not hide your face from us God do not put another plague upon us Lord put it on our leaders hearts to look out for us as they are too first and foremost Lord and to do it with joy not with grief Lord in the name of your son Jesus amen This is Isaiah, the evangelical Jewish Christian radio prophet. This is the Anti-Fragile Show. God bless you.